Hello and welcome. It is the Brian Hornback Experience. This is episode 77, and we've got another candidate running for public office in 2022. And we're talking with Chuck Severance from over in Powell. Good morning, Chuck. How are you? Hey, Brian. Good morning. I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing great. So we're recording this right after we were over at uh, the Boys and Girls Club over off of the Dry Gap and kind of dainty Powell Halls. And uh, we had a had a good crowd over there at the Halls Republican Club meeting, and you made your presentation along with a couple of others, and uh, sounded like everybody uh, everybody's on Team Chuck. Sounds like. Well, it would be a great thing, you know. I know that uh, my opponents are out working hard, and um, so am I. And you know, it's a great thing about being in America that we all have an opportunity, and um, you know, I hope that once uh, once it's said and done, that I come out on top. So. You know, I'm just out doing my thing, and you know I appreciated everybody last night being there and um, listening to what I had to say. And it sounded like I got a, a pretty decent applause when it was all said and done. So you did, you did. So uh, Chuck Severance, for those of us that have been around politics for about the last forty years, like I have, uh, Chuck Severance is, is a known entity. Uh, your mother and father have been very active in the community and particularly in Republican politics. And you are running a Republican primary. Uh, your father served in the legislature for a number of years. Charles Severance got to see him last night. Um, and of course, your mom worked uh, in a couple of different governor's administrations and and uh, was uh, vice chair of the Republican Party, was chair of the Republican Party. Um, so. Uh, you know, the, you, you've been you've been knocking on doors and campaigning, I guess, most of your life, haven't you? I think since I was about 12 years old, Brian. Uh, 48 years, man. That's That's been a while. Yes, sir. Wow. I, have been. I appreciate you saying that about mom and dad, too. Dad said last night, after he saw you, he came over and he said, you know, I love Brian Hornback. <laughs> I said, well, that's cool. <laughs> well, you know, he needs to be careful because, uh, you know, if, if he says that too much, some, some people might start, uh, some people might start might start questioning, but now uh, Char- Char- Charlie did a good job in the legislature, and of course, the legislature isn't the legislature that it was back then. Um, things have things have changed considerably. But now you uh, you're in the uh, you're in the you're in the home building, or you're in you're in the window and door business, right? That's as, correct. As I a work professional. for Pella, Pella Window and Door Business, a uh, uh, company. I call on architects and contractors. And- uh, I've been in the building industry for about 36 years now. So yes, sir. Wow. That's great. Um, but now you've, uh, you've been involved. You're not a Johnny come lately. Cause you've, uh, you've been involved with, uh, you've been on the board of the three ridges golf, uh, board for a number of years, I guess, from the time that they started building three ridges, which by the way, for those watching or listening is the only Knox County public golf course. We have a Knoxville golf course that the city runs. Then I think Whittle, is Whittle the only other public golf course in Knoxville? Whittles and uh, yes, Whittles, uh, Whittles and Knoxville, and then Three Ridges. It used to be Knoxville Municipal, but I, I don't, I don't know if they're still paying uh, Knoxville or not. I know they're run by a uh, oh Billy Billy Casper Golf. I think manages them, so I, I'm not. I don't think that they're now from the, from the oh, city. Okay. They probably they probably pay the city a stipend. Yeah, probably a percentage it comes to them, but um, yeah, but Three now, Ridges is the only county golf course. And you did you you really last night you talked briefly about Three Ridges, but 
Uh, it's gotten a national award recently, hasn't it? You didn't mention that last night. Yeah, they, uh, we are in the, one of the top 100 public golf courses now in the United States. Um, you know, Mark Brown and his staff have done such a great job out there uh, continuing to work on the golf course to improve it. But not just that, Brian, uh, he's also has worked so hard with, with our young with our young adults or our young children, junior high, high school. You know, he, he has them out there. They, they do a lot of their, their tournaments or their outings. Uh, he has a lot of uh, teaching situations out there and at, at Beverly Park. The county's kind of taking over Beverly Park and uh, Concord Golf Course as well. So, you know, where they're really developing the junior program for the future so that, you know, these kids, that, that they do stay in our community, will still come and play these golf courses. And uh, he's just done an outstanding job, and I, and I don't see anything but but it getting better for the future. So well, you know, very, I think, proud, very proud of what they do out there. I, th I think you made the point that, you know, uh, COVID, uh, the pandemic kind of uh, – got people out of their houses and, and got people uh, playing golf. So I'm sure that's, I'm sure that's going to be a, a, an interest going forward, but you know, it's interesting. You mentioned about how Mark's working with the young people that kind of takes us into one of the other uh, areas of service. And that was your time with the boys and girls club. Um, and so talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I was very fortunate when I, when I came on, I, I was asked to serve on that board. Um, by the executive director at the time, Ms. Lisa Hurst. And uh, so I came on just as, as a, just a, a board member. And about three months in, into my time, the lady that was uh, the chair, she had taken another job and had to step down. And I mean, there were some people that had been on that board for a few years, but they asked me um, just because they had seen what I'd already done in, in two or three months and being active and trying to help children and raise money and doing the things that we were doing take over as the chair and we served three-year terms so i served two three-year terms uh as the board chair and as i alluded to last night we helped to raise over three hundred thousand dollars for our uh, children in our district seven community but uh wow. you know great place you know pete, pete the bus got a lot to do with uh getting that done and mary lou horner believe it or not uh, good old mary lou kinda, yeah mary lou she kind of was the, the pioneer of getting that facility started and of course pete the busk helped to raise money and and of course it has his name on it too right but, right uh, right well you know, know, it's he, a great place for our community i mean you know kids come in there and like i said it's a safe place for them to play and they've got opportunities to have some extra tutoring when they need it um they they just teach them a lot of life life lessons and life skills to, to go forward with them yeah now one of the, one of the things i didn't realize that you had uh, served a stint on was the foster review board uh, you yeah. kind of you kind of alluded to that last night. So uh, for those listening um, or watching the YouTube, uh, talk about the foster uh, review board that Knox County and in particular, our Republican juvenile court judge, Tim Irwin, who, by the way, is unopposed uh, May the 3rd and unopposed August the 4th. But uh, <clears throat> go ahead and talk about that foster review board and, and just just your experience on that board. Wow, that's uh, that's kind of a heart tiger be honest with you um i got on that board um you know attended the first few meetings and kind of you know saw what was going on like i told you last night you know you sometimes you see the absolute worst in people but yet you see you know the best in others um you know it, 
it's there's a lot of sadness when you when you have people that come in that that are have had you know crack babies that mm. that was the worst thing that I you know that I saw were these crack babies that these mothers would come in they'd have to just give up they couldn't take care of the babies you know mm. um, babies that were 17 18 months old that couldn't even still raise their heads you know they wow. just you know, you didn't know what type of life that they were going to lead if if they were in the system forever and ever. But yet, you know, this this is that was the worst of the people. And then the best is, you know, you'd have a family come along beside them. And they, they didn't care what, you know, they they were there to give this child a chance, an opportunity for some type of a life. Um, and were willing to take over, you know, no matter what. Um, there's probably there's there's probably a large number of um, foster children and foster parents. There's probably it's probably a greater number than any of us realize. I would imagine. Oh, it's unbelievable. And you know you, what happens? You get you get these teenagers too. You know, fifteen, sixteen years old, that they want a loving home. They want to be somewhere where they where they're where they're cared for and loved for. But you know, once they get to that age, what we were seeing is there's not a lot of people that want to take on, you know, somebody at that age. They're wanting a younger kid that they can nurture and raise for their own. So, you know, when these kids turn 18, they're out. They're, they're done. Just, they're, you know, just, they're, 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 they're just aged out and they're... They're aged out, yeah. They're and, aged and, out, of the, out of the system. And, you know, then the next thing you know, they're on the streets. And... And then, and then, they, and then the cycle probably uh, um, regenerates itself. Correct. Right. Yeah. Correct. So I mean, they, so, they wind up having babies, and then, yep. And then it's just, yep. it's just so, a you know, continuing it's, cycle. It's a, it's a it's a it's a continuing cycle, and um, you know, Judge Irwin does such a great job with that, and um, he really cares about what goes on with our youth. Now you and, you um, you you've had to step up. You got appointed to the Public Building Authority, which is the which is the entity that we use to build all of our government type buildings. Um, uh, you got appointed that and then you, that it, it just kind of similar to what happened with the boys and girls club. I, I guess you kind of wind up getting thrown into chairmanship of the public building authority as well. Right. <laughs> yeah. We have, you know, the opportunity came available. Um, I guess this is my sixth year on the board going on seven. You know, I served a couple of years just uh, as just a regular board member, and then um, I was asked to to run as the vice chair. So I was I was the vice chair for three years, and uh, that's that's the longest you can be right as the chairperson three years, and you have to come off as chair. So uh, the board asked me and uh, Jane Barrett to to be the chair. So I have taken over as now the chair of the public building authority board and, um, got a great, great group of people. In fact, we have a meeting today at five o'clock. And, oh, cool. uh, so yeah, good, good group of people. And, um, they work hard to, to take care of our, our city, city and county. Right. Buildings, right. So, yeah. Well, now you're running for County commission. So, uh, the seventh district, uh, has been served for the last seven, almost eight years by Charles Bustler. Um, and it's uh, Powell and Halls with some high school uh, included in it. Um, so obviously you've been pretty busy uh, in the community, um, and now you want to be busier, I guess, <laughs> and, and being a county commissioner and you, you know, getting all those phone calls from people. But 
Um, you know, obviously there's about four things that, that we're going to talk about. That's kind of your campaign platform, but, but what, what brought you to the decision that, Hey, well, first of all, we know Charlie Bustler can't run again. We have term limits in Knox County, which we as voters voted that in, in 1994, cause it seemed like the trendy thing to do. There's days that I think it's a good idea. And there's days I think it's a bad idea because you lose, uh, some history and some, some knowledge, but, uh, you know, obviously Bustler can't run again. And, uh, what, uh, what made Chuck Severance say, you know what, uh, I think I want to be just a little bit busier. Yeah. Well, thank you for that question, Brian. Um, you know, a couple of years ago, I got, I got to asking around, um, you know, knowing Charlie only had a couple of years left, you know, who, who was looking at running and there was nobody that was stepping up to do it. And it just became a really good time in my life to where, you know, I could give back to my community. So I decided to jump in, you know, with both feet, um, went to, like I said, went to the halls meeting, went to the Powell meeting, uh, January and February of 2020. And, uh, you know, nobody was, was talking about running. So I made the announcement and boom, you know, COVID hit. Everything got shut down. Everything for... got shut down. So we really didn't get cranked back up until April of 2021. But to answer your question is, you know, I, I wanted, I, I decided to get in because I know that, you know, we've had good representation out here for a long time. And, you know, I, I'm, I know a lot of people in this community. I live in this community, been a part of this district for over 30 years. And uh, I just wanted to give back because uh, my wife and I have two small businesses in Powell. And, you know, people come in and they're good to us. And I want to be good to my community. I want to make sure that, you know, we're, we're doing the right things here and that we're, that we're taking care of. This is, this is a destination place to live. It's not just, you know, we just come in here and move out three or four years later. People come in here and they stay. This is a, this is a really great area. And I just want to make sure. You know, you know that we're doing the thing that we continue to develop you know the community development um we got yeah. a lot of things going on out here and i just want to make sure that we're you know we're, we're moving forward with it and that uh you know i'm the guy for the job to, to, to get it done because i know a lot of these people and have been involved and you know i know who to pick up the phone and call if there's if there's something that needs to be done I, I know who to, I know who to call. Right. And, uh, it's just the, it's the experience that I have that I bring to the table that I think my opponents do not. Mm. And um, well, and I learned a long I learned a long time ago. Let me, I, let me say this, and then I'll. I'll oh yeah, you're good. You're good. But you know, back when my dad was in the legislature, we didn't have cell phones. Right. We still had home phones. And I and I can't tell you how many times the phone might ring at ten and eleven, even at eleven o'clock at night. And uh, people, whether they were Republican or Democrat, you know, my dad, he always talked to them. He'd always try to do his best to help them. And that was one of the things that I learned from, him. you know, we're we're Republicans and we're Democrats and we all live in the same community, even though this is a huge Republican area. But still, we work, we're elected by the people for the people. And, and that's who I am. I, I'm here to work and help everyone that I can and uh you know just to do the right thing so well and, and i would be remiss uh before we before we start talking about <clears throat> some of your campaign platforms which one of them is the first one's education but you know uh, I, don't, I don't think we should miss the point that you know your wife kim uh served at least a term or two on the knox county school board so she did she served um, one term right and that was before uh patty bounds and of course patty's not running again she's uh Correct. she served eight years so kim served 
the four years. Uh, so I guess that was almost 12 years ago. Yes. Sir. Uh, but um, so obviously education is important. Things are going on in the PAL and halls and high school. Um, but uh, what, and, and I know you've already met with um, Bob, Bob, Tom, Thomas. Bob Thomas and, and my friend, Ron McPherson, a good old Carter boy, by the way. Um, but uh, just kind of talk about uh, what, what you're hearing as you're going door to door and the things you're hearing about education and, and what you see going forward, is, especially now that we got a Dr. John Risewick, who's going to be right. our next superintendent. Correct. Um, you know, people are, they're, they're concerned. Um, you know, the, of course, the masks the, this last year. So oh, it's been brutal. It's been, it's been the mask. You know, I, hear, I, I don't hear a lot about our, our teachers and those kind of things from people that I'm knocking on their doors. Now, when I, when I talk to teachers, I, I listen to their concerns as well. But it's, it's mainly been the masks. And, you know, what are you, you know, people say, what are you going to do about masks? And I'm like, well, you know, I don't. County Commission really has no control. Yeah, th 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 thankfully, that's the school board's job. Yeah, it's a school board deal. And, of course, you know, um, this Judge Greer, the uh, federal judge that, that mandated that Knox County wear a mask, I mean, that was all all on something that we had no control over. And, you know, right now we've got, you know, under that 60 days, yep. uh, they, they've allowed the masks to come off. So, you know, I don't know where that'll go forward, but, uh, you know, uh, bless these people's hearts. I mean, it's, it's a tough deal, uh, yeah. either side of, either side of it. But, well, uh, it, it's become such a polarizing issue within, within, the, within the community. It you has. got, you got so many people who are anti-mask, you got so many people who are pro-mask and, and I, I, I can see the value on both sides. And then there's people like me that just say, you know, you know, if you want to, if you got to wear a mask, you got to wear a mask. And, you know, I mean, you know, but I mean, I think, I think, I think, I think the, the worm turn, so to speak, when, uh, uh, those of us in East Tennessee don't like being told what to do. Uh, Correct. and I think the and, and, and judge, judge, judge Greer, uh, was appointed by uh, one of the Bush presidents. And I mean, from what I understand from some of my friends who know him, um, believe he to be, believe him to be a, a pretty good, Conserv uh, constitutional conservative, but you know, I mean, I, I think he was just basing his decision on what he read in the in the court papers. And what people don't understand is the law is the law, the law, and you got to, you know, everything's everything's got to be done exactly right. But at some point, it's just like, golly, I mean, we just don't want to be told what to do. So the mask mandate yeah. really, really kind of galvanized, and um, hopefully, both sides can come to a mediated settlement and uh, they can move on within these sixty days. So yeah. So, you know, so in our schools, you know, when I'm out talking, I, I want to make sure that we that we hire and retain, you know, the best educators that we can. And I mean, you know, that's a tough job I mean, yeah. uh, doing that. We, You know, I know it's it's always money a lot or a lot of times are, are at the forefront. And, you know, we need we need to pay our teachers, but we also need to make sure that we're getting getting the best technology in the hands of our students to, to, to help them to learn to, as well. So I know that there's some federal monies that are coming. Mm. Um, what I've understood from, from Bob Thomas and Mr. McPherson that, you know, there's a, a pretty good chunk of change coming and uh, they're going to try to do the best that they can to at least put a laptop in every student's hands. Um, you know, well, in the future. And, 
and you know, and some and some extra money for the teacher. So hopefully, you know, we'll hope, see how this goes as it goes along. Yeah, hopefully, what can happen is commission school board can work together. I know uh, in the time. 20 years ago when I was on the school board, uh, we didn't get along. Uh, matter of right. fact, the school board wound up suing the commission and it was just, it was just a barrel of fun, but, um, you know, hopefully the school board and commission can, they've been, they've been working together relatively well. Um, yeah, relatively well. They, and you know, so, they just made that, they just, the county commission just passed that, uh, deal for the, for the teacher or for, uh, the school board to be able to hire, you know, outside, yeah, hire, hire some some legal yeah, some legal help. So. Some legal help. So you know, to me, there was a little cohesiveness there between the two of them. So hopefully, they're making some le- uh, some headway for for each other. You know, to get along a little bit better. So I look forward to that. You know, once I get elected, to to work together with them. Yeah. So um, what? Know, the it's yeah. all about it's all about doing the best thing we can for our county. Yep. That's that's what I want to do. What about community development? I know that's one. Yeah, so you know we've got uh, a lot of things going on. You know, of course I'll I mentioned Larson Jay. He's been a he's been a big help out here um, with this cleaning up Beaver Creek and, yep. and opening that up. Um, that's that's a huge undertaking. Of course, the mayor's involved in that. We've got people from the Parks and Recs Department out here daily that are helping to clean that up, and they're going to have you know a waterway where you're going to be able to you know, take kayaks basically starting in halls and go all the way out to Solway. I think, it, I think it's 42 miles yep. of waterway from what I understand. And, my dad, uh, my dad's taking on kayak and I haven't quite, fi- I haven't quite decided. Yeah, I, I, I haven't, I, I haven't quite figured out a big old fat boy like me ought to go on yeah, a kayak. <laughs> I understand. I, I, I haven't jumped in one of them either. Um, but my son's kayak. So there you I go. think that's kind of cool. So I'll let them do it and I'll just take pictures. But, there you uh, go. How uh, how is the infrastructure in uh, Powell and Halls? I mean, I know Emory Road is Emory Road's almost like a super speedway these days. I, I, yeah, the new Emory Road it sure is. It's, nice. Uh, yeah, it's 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 been a great addition as far as traffic goes. Um, I know there's some people that live on the old Emory Road. That, mm. You know, that's in their back that's in their backyard. I don't think that's made them very happy. But overall, I mean, if if you look, I know Minitz is building a new. Uh, a new facility there for a funeral home. I, I drove by that last night on my way to Halls, and, and I looked yep. at I looked at it finally, and I'm like, you know what? That's looking like a funeral home to me. But yeah, uh, that's what that is. That's mine. It's funeral home. Okay. So, I mean, there, you know, it's it's got some opportunity in, in some places for some some new business to come in and uh, to do that. So that you know, that's that's been a good thing. Uh, I've met with T Dot. I actually had about two and a half, three weeks ago, I'm, I sat down with Steve Borden, Dwight uh, Justice, and, um, the, you know, we're getting ready to do a, a diverging diamond interchange there at the I-75 exit at, mm. at the road. Uh, so there's some, you know, that's going to help to alleviate the traffic, especially in the evening where it backs up on the interstate. And uh, then they came out, I guess it was Thursday week ago, and did a presentation at Powell. Uh, First Baptist Church of Powell, basically the same thing that I had gone over. But I wanted to sit down with them so I could really ask some more poignant questions because people are asking me, what do you know? What do you know? What are they going to do? And uh, so I wanted to, you know, I want to be better educated as well when I do take over, you know, or elected be able to uh to speak to that and uh, boy they were great to, to sit down with about an hour and a half almost two hours and then you know they're also talking about in 2027 
extending uh, East Emory Road all the way out to Gibbs, wow. uh, five laning that. You know, it's a two lane now. So there's a lot of things that, that are going on in this community, and uh, so we've got to. We, so the infrastructure, you know, we've got to make sure that we, we're, we're able to provide sidewalks for our children. You know, going to school and safety because I mean that we're we're growing and we're growing uh, pretty exponentially. So. Uh, well, and you know, we got, we got to, um, I would be remiss, my buddy Rob Faust and, and my buddy David Chris both live out in the Halls and Powell area. And uh, as long as whatever they do to Emory and I-75, as Rob Faust wants, as long as whatever they do, as long as they put in lights, he says it's the darkest intersection coming off the interstate of any interchange anywhere. So as long as they put up some lights, Rob will be happy. Uh, but before we get out of here, we're we're getting close. But before we get out of here, you talk about safety, obviously, uh, sheriff's department and our law enforcement. Um, you know, they're always. Uh, I think the county commission this this week and and next week are going to vote on potentially doing a two point five percent increase every year. That right. would be automatic. Uh, so, what's your thought? I mean, I'm I'm sure you're not one of these that's going to uh, be anti police. So, talk about that real briefly, and then I'll I'll let you get out of here. Sounds good. Yeah, you know, that's, and you heard some, some talk last night about we, we're, we're, we're blessed that we have good law enforcement. I mean, I know we're down some, some numbers with some of our, our people that are out protecting us, but right. that's the thing. They still protect us. When they, when a 911 call comes in, they show up. Yep. You know, you don't get that in a lot of other cities across America. Um, but our, our, our community and, and our police force, the county and the city, you know, we're, they're still out keeping us safe. And, yeah, absolutely. I support I support our law enforcement 100 um, percent, you know, and I just hope that the, they're doing the right things. You know, you see all these things on television that have happened and George Floyd case. And, you know, and, th- and there's some issues that we've had here in Knox County as well, where we, sure. we've had things that probably shouldn't have taken place. Um, but again, you know, they protect us. And when they're called out, they don't know, you know, you don't know whether you're coming home at night being a law enforcement agent. Uh, it's got to be very stressful. Right. But I'm just so thankful that, you know, we do have the representation that we have with our county officers um, that they show up. They, they're very professional. I, when I'm out and I see them, I actually, I'll go, you know, if it's a gas station or a at lunch or something if, if i can run into one i ran into one last week at the bank uh, you know i want to hear their concerns i want to i want to know what what they see and what their future looks like and what they're doing and um you know these guys are awesome they're they're on it they know exactly what to do and um you know we're blessed to have them right well, I appreciate you being on here. Folks can find you on Facebook at Elect Severance. That's S-E-V-E-R-A-N-C-E, Elect Severance on Facebook. Also on Twitter, Instagram, Elect Severance. And then uh, the website is Severance, S-E-V-E-R-A-N-C-E, for F-O-R, and then spell out County Commission, C-O-U-N-T-Y-C-O-M-M-I-S-S-I-O-N.com, Severance for County Commission.com. Elect, elect severance everywhere else facebook twitter instagram and uh chuck i appreciate you joining me here on the broad hornback experience and uh i'm sure we'll be talking again after may uh going into the general election do you have 
You don't have a Democrat opponent, do you? I do not. No. no. We're going to be over in May. All right. Well, uh, congratulations, and I'm sure we'll be talking to you this summer and uh, after uh, after September 1st uh, when the new commission is seated. I'm, I'm sure we'll be talking then, and I appreciate you joining me today. Ryan, thanks for your time. I appreciate the opportunity to be with you. Absolutely. Thanks, Chuck. Have a great day. You too, sir. See you. Bye.